Galnet News Digest, 3rd of October 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we identify some of the locations on the Titans that human captives can be freed from when the human scoop becomes available. We wonder whether rescuing people from the Titans is such a good idea after all. And the Emperor is urged to get frisky. Aegis, working with its development partner, the Sirius Corporation, is now confident that it has the resources to make generally available the hostage extraction tool it has been developing. Nicknamed the Mincer, these subsurface rescue missiles will be used to free some of the millions of humans captured during the first six months of the Thargoid invasion and those that have been more recently stolen from search and rescue vessels by the Scythe variant of the Hunter Thargoids. An ongoing initiative at Springer Gateway in Senlu to provide the resources to start the mass manufacture of the subsurface extraction missiles looked destined to fail on Friday, with the demand for hard-to-obtain commodities unlikely to be filled. In a moment of genius, one of the serious research engineers realised that the missiles didn't need to be made of osmium after all, and that widely available copper would do the job nicely. The minimum amount of copper has now been delivered, and an awful lot of copper-coloured missiles are expected to become available soon, possibly as early as Thursday. Those who took part will be awarded Aegis paint jobs for their Federal Gunship, Alliance Crusader and Imperial Clipper and some will be awarded free subsurface extraction missiles by a grateful Aegis. Galnet Digest believes that the targets identified by the Zeno Pulsewave scanner as Titan subsurface storage chambers are likely to be where the humans are being held, although this can only be confirmed once the first hostages are released, scooped up and taken to a rescue ship for revitalising and rehabilitation. Several commentators have expressed this week their concern over plans to rescue those held captive by the Thargoids, postulating that they might turn out to be the inhabitants of a Thargoid Trojan horse. There's been speculation for some time that the Thargoids might be stockpiling human captives for use as weapons against humanity. Perhaps they plan to reprogram their captives' brains to be hostile, or perhaps they have an external device that forces the subject to fight against their own kind, against their will. Or perhaps they've learned the lesson of the mycoid virus and will send out those captives infected with a deadly disease to infect and destroy humanity without the need to fight. And of course, the temptingly available Titan storage chambers could easily have been placed there to bait us into trying to rescue our erstwhile compatriots, with the express purpose of taking them back to centres of human population so they can attack from within or spread that deadly synthetic virus. The Thargoids may be far cleverer than we believe, and may be on the point of allowing us to transport the vector for the next threat to humanity back to the centres of population that the Thargoids have previously been unable to hit. Can we resist the urge to rescue our fellow humans in their hour of greatest need? If not, we need to think seriously about how we can protect ourselves from the risk of giving our enemy safe passage through our defences.
The scare over Lady Florence, the Imperial Mother's health in July, has caused concern over the Imperial succession. After all, if the Imperial Mother has been shown to be mortal, her daughter, the 16th Emperor, may well prove to be mortal as well, in due course. In the Senate, Senator Lysander Corsell expressed her concern that the 66-year-old Emperor has no romance in her life, she has no consort, let alone a spouse, and that in Arissa's eight years as Emperor, only one of which was spent in suspended animation as a hostage, she has made no attempt to provide the Duval-branded heir that the Empire so desperately needs. Every one of Arissa's fifteen predecessors in the thousand years of the Empire has provided an heir, giving an unbroken line of succession. Whilst it's true that Hadrian Duval, who arguably has a greater right to be Emperor than Arissa, has an 18-month-old son, and many of the minor Duvals have more offspring than they know what to do with, Princess Ashling's dalliances with a string of gentlemen friends have failed to produce any mini-Ashlings, and the Emperor doesn't seem to have even tried using the Imperial version of Tinder. From the longevity of her ancestors, the Emperor could easily continue to rule for 60 more years, but she could equally well become an ex-Emperor at a moment's notice, without a stallion of impeccable bloodline to service her needs and provide the Empire with an undisputed successor. A conflict over the succession to the Imperial throne would be inevitable. And that's this week's highly erotic Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.